When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast. Before we begin, I want to talk to you about this initiative that we have going on this year that I'm so excited about. It's the Mental Health Makeover Initiative. So the whole of 2019, I'm going to be tackling different subjects related to mental health. Each month, there'll be something different. I'll be bringing in experts. I'll be discussing different books, different concepts related to the current mental health system to help you and your loved ones get through this year and improve your mental health. So today we're going to talk about discomfort zones, which is in part four, chapters eight, nine, and 10 of my book, The Perfect You. So before we dive in, for more information on how to join this mental health initiative each month this year, just go to the show notes for all the details. So now let's talk about discomfort zones. Discomfort zones are super interesting because they are basically signals that we have in our body that help us and alert us to become aware of what is going on in our life so we can do something about it. So it's literally a way of our body signaling to us that there's something that we need to become focused on, aware of, and start making various different changes in our life so that we move out of the status quo, move out of the comfort zone. So your discomfort zone is the signal. Moving out of our comfort zone is the action that we would take. So there's a distinction between the two. Let me get down to the basics and explain from the beginning. Our bodies are designed for equilibrium. Everything about the 750 trillion cells of our brain and our body are designed for equilibrium balance. We call this wired for love. A discomfort zone is a response physically in our body and mentally in our mind that tells us when we've upset the equilibrium. So it could be a nagging anxiety, that nagging anxiety is upsetting our equilibrium, our body starts responding, and I'll explain the discomfort zones in a moment, but that nagging anxiety is not the issue, it's why do we have the nagging anxiety. So a discomfort zone alerts us to the fact that we have something going on. What is the core? Maybe it's that you aren't dealing with something in your relationship. Maybe you're very worried about some financial situation. Maybe you read an email and you and it's really thrown you and you haven't quite processed the content of that email, but it's very significant in your life, etc., etc. So it's prompting you. A discomfort zone prompts you. They are physical responses to your mind in action, to the memories that you have that are moving from the non-conscious level. We've got this non-conscious level where our memories are stored and it's this huge part of us, this 99% part of us. And those memories that we've got, all these trillions of memories, move up and down into our conscious mind. And very often when we've got something that's undealt with, it will move into our conscious mind. And because it's something that's not dealt with, it can create an, an, a response in our physical body that we're not quite comfortable. The equilibrium is upset. They can easily be felt because the discomfort zone is kind of obvious. So there's four different types of discomfort zones that I've categorized and to, to make this thing very simple. So the first, first discomfort zone is what we call the just aware level. And that is a tip of the tongue, just aware kind of concept where something, you maybe read that email, but you're not really concentrating or someone says something to you and you 
didn't fully take it in, but you've definitely, you know, you've semi-processed that or something's come up from your memory that's prompted you. So there's this nagging, almost conscious, subconscious kind of awareness that something needs attention. It could be something good or bad. A discomfort zone isn't just telling us bad things are happening. A discomfort zone is telling us that we need to be aware of something. So it's like this almost aware. And it's almost as though you need to catch that thought before it catches you. So the first level of the subtle awareness, it's really important to train ourselves to respond to that. So when you're feeling that nagging, something's not quite right, walking into a room, reading an email, someone says something, something that just prompts you, don't ever ignore that. Train yourself to do something about that, to catch that, that moment and to go a little deeper to find out what is it, what is prompting me, what's wrong, or what's right, or what do I need to pay attention to, what is the signal telling me. And so that, that there's an environment that's developing outside of your actual physical cells when you get these kind of promptings that are worth paying attention to because the, the signals that it are, uh, the environment that's, that we're creating outside of our cells are going to in, influence what's going to happen inside of our cells. And when our cells start working, they produce things. They build thoughts inside of our brain. They, they respond by us creating physical representations. And as soon as you have something physically changing inside your brain or your body, it's going to become part of you that's going to then produce your words and your actions. So it might not be good things. It might be an incorrect reaction or a toxic reaction in some way, which is not good for you. And then it's so much harder to fix something when it's already built than if you can catch it before it actually happens. So it's almost like a very subtle preview of an outcome. You know, when you see a preview of a movie, you get a you get an idea of what's going to come up, but you're not sure of the full movie. The second discomfort zone, and then I'm going to give you an example of this. The second discomfort zone is much more obvious. It's that adrenaline pounding, heart pumping reaction. Where you have, you can feel that's almost like a, like you've been knocked in the stomach and you can feel your heart beating and it's a very strong physical response. So it's very easy to be aware of, of that. It's often referred to as the stress response and it's often referred to negatively as the stress response because stress is often seen as a negative concept. But what this second discomfort zone um, is telling you is that there is a very strong physical response to the thought that you had at the just aware level. So when something is being starting to be processed on that first level of discomfort, the, if you haven't paid attention to it or if you've started paying attention to it, either way, you're going to move into discomfort zone two because these are progressive. And discomfort zone two is a very strong physical reaction. Your sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system and your amygdala and your brain and all these different physical parts of your brain start working um, at, a, at a very high level and you will start having the stress response. The stress response is good for you if you make it good for you. If you start panicking and thinking something bad, then it will work against you instead of for you. So immediately, as soon as you get the signal of the stress response of this heart pounding, adrenaline pumping, eyes kind of flashing, blood flowing to your, to your brain, body tensing, that kind of thing, heart beating faster, grab that and see that as a signal that, okay, I need to pay attention. Something's going on. Something's going on in my life. Something's, I'm responding in some way. I need to do something about this. If if we ignore this, we start getting a negative reaction, like we can have increased inflammation in our body, which can set us up for illnesses, and uh, we can have the cortisol, instead of making our cognition or our thinking clearer, can actually make us more foggy and so on. The next discomfort zone is the is the is what I call the attitude level. So we've got the just aware level where we just become aware of something. We get the second discomfort zone where we get the stress response, this adrenaline pounding, heart pumping response. 
The third level is we start getting an awareness of the emotional content of what we're starting to be worried about or what we're starting to be aware of. And so the attitude is going to start showing us whether this is negative or positive and how negative or how positive. It's an upwelling emotion that we become aware of. So first first level, just being aware. Second level, physical reaction. Third level, emotional reaction. The fourth level, the fourth discomfort zone is we're starting to respond. You're starting to get to the point where you're going to make a choice to react, to snap, to get irritated, to cry, to shout, to scream, to write something down. There's a preparation for an action to be taken. So now let me put this all together into an example. Just today when I was working this morning, I got an email. And as I first saw that email, my first response was I started becoming aware that something was uncomfortable. I started feeling myself, the first, the just aware level, I was like feeling a little bit uncomfortable. It was at the tip of my tongue. I could feel that I was not, that something was not right. Then as I read it, carried on reading, I was getting, I felt myself going to the stress response. I felt the heart pounding, the adrenaline pumping. I felt my body tensing up. I felt the urge to even get maybe a little anxious and tearful. And immediately I felt myself, the, the upwelling discomfort zone three coming up. I felt an upwelling emotional attitude of this is negative. This is bad. This is toxic. This is not good. And then I felt myself going into discomfort zone four where I felt myself almost choosing to make the wrong decision. And and at that point, because I've trained myself, because I've practiced this for years, because I've taught this, because I've written about this, I knew what to do. And that's why I'm so excited to share this with you, because this is incredibly helpful information for mental health. I could have got myself in a mental health, ill health hole and made my day a nightmare and made the situation worse. But because I've learned these things and because I know that I can make all of this work for me and not against me, I turned this into a mental healthy thing, a mentally healthy thing, not a mental ill health, which has given me clarity in the situation. I don't have the solutions, all the solutions yet, but I'm calm, I'm positive, and I'm making this all work for me. So I used my four signals from my discomfort zone to then move into an action which actually shifted me out of my comfort zone. So my my discomfort zones, the four of them, alerted me. So I use these four discomfort zones as I read the email and I was, because I'm aware of them, I use them to give me the knowledge and the awareness of how to handle the situation. I was immediately able to calm down. I was immediately able to make the stress pounding adrenaline pumping work for me. So suddenly I had clarity of vision. I was calm enough that I could actually reread it, start making some notes, called a meeting with my team. We discussed it, we analyzed it, and we actually started writing out a plan of action. So what was initially something that would have crippled me many years ago before I used, really learned about this myself from research and started using it, it gave me, propelled me forward to actually work out a plan of action. We now have a plan of action in place to solve this problem. And I know that plan of action will change, but I have an active, constructive list of things to do. And we are working together as a team to solve this problem. And as soon as I did this, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Things changed. I had perspective. I had clarity. It suddenly was not this mountain to climb. And if I hadn't done that, it would have been a mountain to climb and I would have gone into a hole and I wouldn't have seen what I see now. So I actually now am moving out of my comfort zone, a comfort zone to solve this, but I can see the, the light at the end of the tunnel. This information is invaluable. Help my patients. And this is why I've put this into my book, The Perfect You. 
helps me. I use this all the time. Every single day, in every decision, I'm using these four different discomfort zones to help me to be a much more uh, self-regulated person, to help me to stay calm, to deal with the things that get thrown at me on a daily basis. And I want to share this with you and help you. And it's in my Perfect You book. And here's what's really exciting about this as well is by doing this, by responding to these signals, I'm stepping into my perfect you. I'm helping to activate my most efficient and effective way of thinking, feeling, and choosing to make the best choices and cope with and react in the best way to the decisions that I have to make on a daily basis to live my best life and to operate in my perfect you. So I included these discomfort zones in this book because the discomfort zones will prompt you to let you know when you've stepped out of your perfect you. When you step out of your perfect you, your thinking, feeling and choosing goes crazy and you step into that zone of mental ill health and that can spiral out of control as we've all experienced in our life. These discomfort zones train you to recognize when you've stepped out of your perfect you and how to stay in your perfect you, to step back into your perfect you, which is what I did this morning. I applied these four discomfort zones to help me to recognize I need to calm down so that I could go back into my correct perfect you thinking, feeling and choosing in order to manage the situation quickly, efficiently and in the best way possible. So it's included in this book to help you recognize when you've stepped out of your perfect you. When you've stepped out of your perfect you, you step into mental ill health. You step into your imperfect you and you're going to go, it's going to become a negative toxic spiral, which leads to all kinds of other mental ill health and physical ill health issues. These discomfort zones help us keep mentally and physically healthy. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. I encourage you to get your book. If you haven't yet joined this book club, you can join it anytime. You can go to our site. You can go to the show notes for details. Get this information. It's really going to help you. Thank you for joining me.